So, if you think I'm not calling this episode First Duty, but D-O-O-D-Y, you're crazy. Because in the second episode, episode. the aliens are just literally eating the Enterprise and shitting it onto itself. Oh, I was wondering how you were tying it. I was thinking because the mud bath looks like a pile of feces, but... Nope, nope. It's because there's alien poop everywhere. Yep. Eating the Great. nitrilene or whatever it's One called. One of these days, but someone someone has to wrestle all this power from Chris, but none of us will. Because oh, we're said, much... Because we're much... The thing is, because we're so much lazier. I have said before, if anyone ever wants to no. okay, edit an episode, just I, ask me. I, I, I do feel I bad. I wouldn't like to learn, so... I do feel bad that I ex- exert complete editorial control. But until you stop That's why me, all your bad jokes stay in. Well, all of my great jokes get cut out. I don't cut that. And <laughs> most of the time that Jake and I say stuff that's Actually, brilliant, I, like brown eye. I forget there what There are it, so many brown eyes. I forget what it was, but a few weeks it's ago. It's true. Brown eyes are a dominant trait. <laughs> there was an episode a few weeks ago where I told a real clunker, so I cut it. Because, like, uh, no one... I didn't even get a pity laugh. It was just like... Welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, Star Trek Podcast. Ow. Today is episode... Hmm? 114. 114. Woo! Oh. Woo! There it is. During which we will be talking about two episodes of Star Trek The United States. Cast. <laughs> Star Trek the Next Generation wow. is the name of the show. This is going to be a great episode. We're all either tired or slightly tipsy on wine. Um, my name is Jake, and today I'm joined by... Chris. Ames. Caitlin. And Liz! Hey, Liz is back. Wow, I haven't left. She's been here all week. Wow. She's yeah, really underfoot. She lives here now. Time. I was hiding under the porch because I love yeah, her. We she have, she has all. made herself the head of the cats. Yes. She has asserted her dominance. The I, shitty yeah. bu- musical by Peter Sir Andrew cats? Wood. Hell yep. no. Though, actually, that does come up in my notes somewhere this week. Oh. Interesting. Cool. You saw Cats once. I did, on Broadway. What was it they your parents the thought you'd love it. Postman Andrew Floyd Weber. Is that what he called him? What? What? The one who... The Kevin Costner film that inexplicably has Tom Petty... It's a, okay. So We're it's, already on a tangent. Having, we haven't even started. Having Tom Petty never needs to be explained. Well, no, no. So Just here's the thing. So there. it was a Kevin Costner movie about a post-apocalyptic world. Oh, the well, post world. The post. Oh, the postman. Yes. Where people had totally forgotten about society for the most part. There's like a guy like who's. Mr. Burns. There's like a guy whose name is Ford Lincoln Mercury because there's a sign that says Ford Lincoln oh, that's Mercury. That's fucking stupid. So that's how Tom f- DC. So exactly. So that's how far this is. However, Tom Petty is still there, still Tom Petty, and the same age as he was when they made the film. As he would be. Was he cryo-freeze? Apparently. That's even dumber. So it was just a weird movie. It was, I mean, it's fine. It's very, it's kind of jingoistic. It's all America, America, post office, post office, yeah. But Speaking as the son of a postman, no postman I mean, has that much pride that, in the post office. We also know that in 1992, the Supreme Court ruled that postal work, the postal inspectors had illegally entrapped an, uh, a farmer... Into buying in, child porn. Into buying child porn. Yeah. Mm. But so, anyway, that's beside the point. What and episodes? it was Wesley. 
Uh, oh so yeah. God! Oh, what have you Jesus. done? So this Wesley, week was the farmer or in the porn? I just want to make yes. sure. What are we watching this week? Jake? These episodes also take place in 1992, the same year as that landmark Supreme Court decision and the Postman and the sure sure. Um, <laughs> uh, the first episode we'll be talking about is the first duty. <laughs> in the first duty, <laughs> I don't get um, it. <laughs> we are the, the Enterprise is heading off to Earth. Oh, welcome Earth. to Earth! How Earth. exotic! Because Picard is giving the commencement speech at the Star Trek graduation on Earth. And is that like Disney on Ice? Yeah. Star Trek. He's going to be Star Trek graduation no on Earth. Um, so he has to go there to Donald do that. Donald and Daisy will but be back. But of course, him up. it's a great opportunity to to pay a visit with Wesley Crusher, Doctor Crusher's son, Boo. and Picard's also son. What um, did he do to fuck up this time? Well, Wesley. so uh, well. as they're getting <laughs> as they're getting to Earth, it's, they get a message from Admiral Somehow. Earth. That says um, ground control. Is that like Captain Planet? Does Captain Planet get promoted? Commander Starfleet, Admiral Admiral Starfleet. Why is that killing me? Why? Uh, so the so, so Admiral Earth calls Jeez, and she's animal magnetism. You just and can't she's like uh, she's it. like, hey, there's there's been a horrible accident, and everyone's hopes are quickly dashed after she says that Wesley survived. Um, she didn't say it was a terrible accident; just an accident. Uh, so yeah, so apparently there's been a there's been an accident and. Wesley's okay, but there's some kid, Josh Albert, who's dead. Whoop. And we'd care more if we so ever heard so of him. So we're trying to find out what's going on. So it basically turns out they were... They were His they were, dad was sad. Wesley, somebody let Wesley on this like elite team of pilot and didn't realize that he's a rat. I bet he hacked um, his way into their computer and put himself on or something. Probably. No, I think just this Locarno guy. So anyway, he's on this He's on this Nova squadron. They're like these hot shot pilots. It's like Top Gun. It's like that movie Top Gun or that other movie... Days of Thunder. Um, yeah, so they're doing they're doing the Top Gun thing, and uh, and Josh Albert totally gets goosed. Um, his they... goose was cooked. <laughs> he gets his butt pinched. Yeah. Um, so he gets goosed. He, uh, he gets so, dwarfed. So, so they're doing. A, they're trying to do this maneuver, and the ships crash into each other, <laughs> and everybody manages to beam out except for Josh. He's dead. So there's a big investigation, and at first everyone's like, "No, man, it was totally. We were totally doing what we were supposed to do. It was no problem. We were doing the. We we're following the rules. Did everything right. But uh, except all these other things. But uh, Wesley's. Guilt ridden over the death of his friend, and and but he's gonna go along with it anyway until Picard catches him red fucking handed mm-hmm. in a lie. Yep. And only then, and only then, when he has his back against the wall and no other choice, does he choose to do the quote right thing and uh, fess up to this tribunal that he that in fact they were doing an illegal maneuver and that Josh was not properly trained or ready to do that and that is why the accident happened so there yeah take that wesley wesley the rat everybody rats on his friends wesley the weasel also doesn't tell the truth until he's forced anyway he's like a vulcan yeah so two strikes everyone hates wesley so the next episode is cost of living cost of jesus in this episode in this episode we are joined by everyone's Oh my God! She almost <laughs> redeemed herself in that in that last one, but no. This was a good episode Luoxon too. is back. Luoxon is back, and she's gonna get hitched to a man she's never met. 
Sounds uh, like my grandmother, frankly. And, yeah. And, and meanwhile, Alexander Nigerian prince, right? is a is a little oh, piece no, she, of shit. She'd married a couple of guys she met online before the Nigerian prince took oh, all her cool. money. Yeah, Grandma, Grammy's great. So yeah, also uh, little Worf is having a problem. Uh, Alexander and of Worf, course he is. Worf, He's Alexander. Worf can't handle it. So they're trying to. So Deanna has this terrible idea oh about God. making a fucking legal document. She is so <laughs> bad at her job. Like really, they need a ship's lawyer. We've been saying this for months. They need a better um, ship's counselor. Yes, maybe Deanna. Like, maybe a Deanna better can daycare. Switch. Daycare. Yeah. Foster parent. So, Rogenko's, where are they? So, you know, op, you know, opposites attract. Yikes. And uh, so, Loxana and Alexander, they form a quick friendship. They, they bond quickly. And They're like glue. And then they go to this weird orgy planet <laughs> in the glue. holodeck with, like, jugglers and mud baths. And they get naked. And it's kind of weird. And I don't know why Worf didn't kick her fucking ass when he walked into that. But whatever. Her ass was covered with mud. That's true. Because he he's Worf and she somehow would have kicked his ass. That's true. Um, what are you doing with my son? <laughs> why um, are you naked with my son? Why are you son? naked with my son in a pool? Um, <laughs> Listen... <laughs> No, the post office made me do it. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so they're doing this weird thing, and then we meet Luoxana's bridegroom, and uh, oh boy, Campio and Tony boy, J. Yep. Boy, boy was he's got some big floppy yeah. balls, but also <laughs> <laughs> and boy is he a, is he a pill? Uh, he's got this. <laughs> He's got, he is. he's got this little he's got this little toady that walks around with them and advises he's like C3PO. But somehow uh, worse. Yeah. Oh, 3PO's alright. Yeah, uh, he never cock blocked so anybody. So he's that's got true. and like and the guy's just a total square. Oh, that's not true. And of course Loxana, you know, she's a freewheeling lady and she's and this guy's a total square and his little toadies all around and it's just she's not having any of it so she'd rather go off and hang with Alexander for some reason instead of getting married and then the guy's like you have to wear this freaking oh my god hideous 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 dress dress and this grandma wig and it's just I would have looked great in that dress though just put it out there um, and the wig (laughs) and uh so So everyone's like, you know, and then the whole message is like, hey, Alexander, you know, you should do what you want because you're a kid and you should do what you want. And I'm an old lady and I should do what I want. So she, instead of wearing the stupid dress, she goes to the wedding naked as she is wont to do as a betazoid. And then well, there's some there's some pearl clutching and her husband, stars. her husband does a jilt. He jilts her at the altar along, <laughs> along with... That means uh, she gets to keep the engagement ring, right? That's yep. true. Was there a ring? No, I don't know. It's just, that's a thing. Uh, but if there's a jilting, you can't you can't call the next day. So there's a jilt. Everyone's jilted, and in the end, Worf decides to join the mud orgy himself. <laughs> and Deanna puts on a massive hat, <laughs> and all is well. See, That's I think. It. See, I think Majo looked good in the wedding dress. I don't think Waxana looked good in the wedding dress. Mm. You know, we were watching a film the other day that had uh, Majel Barrett in it that was not Star Trek. Oh, oh Westworld. The, the original Westworld. No oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. She, she got to, like, clobber oh, someone in the bar fight. Film. Nice. I've never seen I it. I don't know how they came up with, this, with the HBO series. Was it HBO or Netflix? Yeah, mm-hmm. HBO. HBO. Out of that movie. I mean, the, the rough concept of an amusement park Populated with robots who who run amok. Who run amok? But yeah, no. The, the original movie amok, amok, it's amok. very seventies. It's very much. Isn't Yul Brenner in it? He is. Who's Yul Brenner again? Uh, the king from The King and I. Yeah, Ramses from Ten Commandments. 
Which you still I've never seen. seen Tintin. One of the yeah. Magnificent Seven. But when you say the king and I, he's not the king about of Siam. The king? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Short bald man. Because he's ambiguously brown. But yeah. Russian. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, interesting. But yeah, that film, it's very it's very strange. It would never be produced today. It's kind of like a bridging of the shitty movies of yore and what eventually turned into the Terminator. Hmm. And Major mm. looked great. Yeah, Major looked good. She played the the the, the head prostitute. Yeah. And this would have been not, because it was like 72 or 73, I think the movie came out. So it wouldn't have been that long after. Yeah, uh, no. the Nurse Chapel days. Yeah. <laughs> after TOS, but before TAS. That golden area. That <laughs> golden era. Yes. Oh, dear. So, Wesley. Wesley ruins everything, as he is wont to do. Uh, I don't know. It was a lot said, going on this This episode. was a pretty tolerable Let's episode. talk about Booth. Yeah, I thought so, too. Yeah, he, really? I, had, so. I was bored by Booth. Oh, well, no. Booth oh, Booth me? Great. You mean my favorite Martian? Yes. Mm. See, I, that means nothing to me. He's that also, was the name of the sitcom I that know. he started. He okay. was also Mr. Hand in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and he played oh. the devil in the Damn Yankees film adaptation. Oh. Which my, I think I said last time that you guys mentioned who this guy was that was in this episode. My, my note was, Boothby, if McCoy had become a gardener. Oh, okay, yeah. that's kind of That's fair. He is supposed to be 104 years old if you do the math. Mm. Fair enough. Well, he looks great. He does. So he's he, so Boothby talks to Picard about whatever Picard had done that mm-hmm. Boothby had to like help him out of a scrape, and they and they go out of their way. And I think the writers decided specifically to go out of their way to not tell I'll you say. what Picard did. Yeah. So I can only assume he knocked up a teacher. Mm. <laughs> oh, you know who it was. That does seem like they're oh. Yeah, sir, who was heading the committee there. Oh, no, I didn't mean her. <laughs> no, I was going to say it was that uh, it was that Beta Z superintendent of his. Beta Zoid. What do you Zoid. Because I can't remember. It's a, it's a tough word. But because uh, huh. I like that at the beginning where they're comparing. He's like, oh, yeah, my, my superintendent was a Vulcan. And he's like, oh, yes, mine, mine was a Beta Zoid. Fully telepathic. Mine didn't suck, Diana. Cough. Oh, um, and then he sips his tea, Earl Grey, huh? <laughs> but that's none of my business. <laughs> but yeah, no. Boothby was a li- I did like the little bit of continuity though, where uh, they're talking about the wrestling match he'd been engaged in or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's all in the legs, all that running I did. It's like, oh, that's right, because he ran that he was, like mile or he was whatever. A marathon runner. Holy shit! He Talk ran about that mile that time. <laughs> he did the presidential fitness exam. <laughs> How many jumping jacks is that? Nah, I don't know. Ten. I think I failed it. I nah. love taking those flex exams. arm hang, that goddamn flex arm hang. Yeah, look, you know what? I fucking fuck he, it. He can't tell me what to do. Wait, what is th- what? <laughs> Plus, you don't know flex arm so. hang in the presidential fitness test. I have no idea what that is. You don't know what the presidential fitness was. This just did this stop by the time you were no, like, well, they must. Still no, you had where like every year it's like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna make you do some jumping jacks. We're gonna make you do some yeah. Sex. They, they, I remember how many times you can run around the gym and yep, six yep. Yep. I remember the yep. running of okay. a mile. So the flex arm hang was was what they made the girls do instead of pull ups. Where you had to go up to the bar and you had to hold yourself up there and they count how many seconds you held yourself up there. Really? We, we I remember having to do pull-ups. We did neither that in your, in your school. All I know is they voted out... Oh, I mean, Jersey, H- you know, they're like, well, your, your air quality is shit, so I guess just see what you can yeah. do. They voted out HW, brought in a fat fuck that liked Big Macs, and the presidential fitness exam was forgotten forever. But Star uh, Trek. No, I, this was, mm, I got like a little certificate signed by President Clinton. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking fat hypocrites! They just they just they just checked me up and said, "Good, you're 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 not I mean, actively this, dying." This was also maybe it was because like in my youth I somehow was able to do 500 sit-ups once. Damn. Yeah, I don't have those abs anymore. 
I want those abs. Me too. I Let's do, do five hundred. I actually did that in college. Still squishy I would do abs, like, though, to be clear, I would do like mm, five hundred morning, five hundred night in college. Mm. Anyway, Star Trek. Star and Trek. Star Trek. Trek can you do Picard? Probably a lot. Yeah, probably a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like Boothby. He's a grouse. I, I would. I would. I thought. Well, I, my my note was: Is Boothby Hagrid? <laughs> Kinda. Sort he's gonna he's gonna befriends a couple random kids and like helps them around. Does he have yeah. a griffin? He knows every or a king. phoenix. Yeah, he knows a creeper. He knows all of them, and he knows that Nova Squadron is not to be trusted. He knows that Lacarno uh, people will do anything for Lacarno because Lacarno tells them to. Yep. Yeah. People would jump off a bridge if they told them. It felt like it was like completely and utterly unsubtle. Do, do they you... still have bridges in the future? <laughs> I, I suspect. Imagine. Yeah, no, you can see the uh, Golden Gate Bridge from. I imagine. I imagine they don't use it. It's, so there's a teleporter on one side and a teleporter <laughs> on the other side. So do you think we don't know because he's dead? We don't see a photo of him. But do you think Josh also copied Lacarno's haircut? Oh, you mean with, like, the sideburns? Mm. No, but, like, even Wesley had the he had oh, the, the exact the same haircut. And I went back. That wasn't his haircut in the game. Oh, I was actually would, just going to ask you. I was like, wasn't that always would, his haircut? Would that theoretically be, like, standard issue haircut at the Academy? No, because yeah. he was in the Academy during the game. But uh, he just Tom had it Paris cut differently. Is so dreamy. No, that, like, I think, he is dreamy. I think the implication was supposed to be, whether he, he knew it imitating. or not, he was imitating Lacarno. Yeah, that's fair. And I kind of wonder if, if Josh had been there, would he have also had the big stupid swoop? I'm yeah. so surprised that you would even notice that. Well, no, cool. the deal was because partway through the episode, I was like, wait a minute, they have the same exact haircut. And then I was like, it's wonder, a good swoop. They I wonder if it was like that in the game. So I went back and I was like, no, it's parted down the middle. Mm, oh, God. Not like full nine, like just the front is parted, the rest is kind of, it doesn't look that bad. Mm. It's Wesley, though. Yeah. yeah, no, Lacarno's a little shit. Lacarno is like, yeah. he's Kirk cut off before he could become Kirk. Yeah. Kind of. Like, so, because like, I was also comparing him to Kirk. Kirk would have loved his gusto. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, for sure. but, like, the thing is, like, when Kirk was, like, flashy and foolhardy, he wasn't risking other people's lives and academic futures. To be fair, Albert's the one that fucked up, and I don't... Yeah, but... Yeah, and but I don't, Lucarno was the yeah, one who he, fucked he, up because he, he shouldn't have been out there to begin with. I, don't, I disagree with that. See, I don't... You only hear that Albert fucked up because he was scared because Locarno is looking for excuses for why they did the bad thing. Yeah. The only, like, Albert, no, regardless Wesley, of... Wesley says at the end that like Josh wasn't ready, wasn't wasn't ready wasn't for ready. it and that they pushed him to do it because they wanted it to be really Wesley cool. also says it wasn't Albert's fault. Yeah, there's no, a because it wasn't fault. Albert's there's fault. Yeah, was, it was the rest of it. theirs' fault. They should have been looking out for him. But especially squad leader Dickface. I have a feeling Albert wasn't as much of a pussy as they make him out to be. Well, that's the thing. There's a difference between, like, earlier they were saying, oh yeah, he was just scared and shitty. Later it's like, no, he just wasn't ready for this particular PSB. Band maneuver. Yeah, and exactly. It's because, I mean, you know, what did they say? A hundred years ago, all five kids died doing yeah. this maneuver. Were all of them not ready for it? Yes. Ooh. No one's ready for it because it's too fucking dangerous. Yeah. No one should be doing this maneuver. Nope. So, it, so it's not really Albert's fault. Really, if it were Albert's fault, Albert should have just said, no, I'm not fucking doing it. Wait, what no, side are you on? Are you out. saying that you think it's Albert's fault or no? I'm saying it's not Albert's fault. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying it was because it's definitely not Albert's yeah, fault. Yeah, I'm saying it's Lacarno's well, fault. Well, I'm saying it's not mostly. Albert's fault because Albert wasn't necessarily inept. No. We no. have no proof for Albert We don't know being that inept. he was inept, no. but he probably, it sounds like he... His it, skill wasn't up to it because it's, it, it yeah, requires a extremely high level we skill. We only have Locarno and Wesley's word for that, and they're actively I mean, lying. Yeah, but Wesley was finally coming clean. He said it when he was telling the truth, Here's so the I thing. think it was probably the Here's truth. Here's the thing. 
Josh Albert's skill was not up to this task. Neither was everyone else's. Josh just happened to be the first one to fuck up. Because mm. it's such a tight maneuver. Like, he was the first one to slip. No, uh, he was only the first one, only the only one that didn't beam out. Mm. We have well, no, no idea but, if he even slipped. No, he did. because no, he, he, he was the one his, who made the collision. Yeah, his collision. Oh, no, but we don't know that because what might have happened was... Anyone could have fucked it up. Anyone just could have because they, they thought that we, their we don't have enough was, information. Their story was that it was a collision, but then they realized that the the stuff might have ignited because of the opening of the coolant, no, which was, was necessary yeah. for that maneuver. But so I think, it no, really could have been anybody. I think, it, I think who... it was still a collision. Oh, okay. Because 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 they did say that like oh, they have yeah, to be they flying. They have to be flying very close in order to ignite it. Yeah. What I'm saying is, it's all Wesley's fault. No, nah, it's all Lacarno's fault. No, it's Lacarno. Like I yeah. went through like a logic. I, I, my bullet points kind of progress. <laughs> like Lacarno almost gets my sympathy at times, mm. in that he seems to care mm. for his team, mm-hmm. but not enough to keep him from endangering them. And pressuring Josh Albert into a maneuver he's not ready for. Pressuring all of them into a maneuver that none of them yes. should even do in the first place. For his own vanity and flashy pride. Mm-hmm. And then I think, is there a moment where we see him grapple with the weight of a lost life under his direction? No. Nope. No. And then my next bullet point is, fuck Locarno. Mm. But points for advocating on the rest of the Points for hair swoop. Point for hair swoop. Ames mm. does love a good swoop. Oh, and then I, then, so, okay, so my conclusion was a paragraph. Maybe if he'd been forgiven, he, like, if he had been forgiven, he might have gone on, like, if, if, if he got a pass like Picard did, like, presumably did for whatever he fucking did as a youth, he might have gone on to become a good leader, a very charismatic leader, but, like, that kind of, like, he's, his pride and his, clearly, and his sense of yeah. ego gets in the way, he would have absolutely endangered an entire he, crew. He would have been, he, I, I actually think that, uh, Albert's uh, Josh Albert's uh, sacrifices is not in vain because it mm-hmm. prevents the uh, the admiral that Lacarno would eventually. That's exactly what I was about to say. This yeah. is where bad admirals mm. start. On the other hand, though, this is also how bad Finney's start. So Wesley mm. needs to oh, watch yes. out for the rest of his life now uh, for this little asshole. Revenge. Mm. I mean, here's my thought. My thought on him even doing so. This is the the Colvard starburst is this yes. prohibited flight maneuver that gets everyone killed. They're practicing before the ceremony so that they can you know have. Have one under the belt before they do it at the ceremony and graduate in all this glory and honor. Wouldn't they just be expelled for doing a fucking think. illegal maneuver? Well, but then there would have been a lot of like eyes on people to be like, how could you expel those talented youngsters or something? Oh, well, they made a mistake. We'll write them up, but you know. They were probably thinking that if it were that amazing, they would have gotten away with it. And been I don't know. Slain. Oh, you know, yeah. boys will you know, be like, I mean, it's it's a slap on the wrist, but it would have been worth it for the being legendary. Even when they're doing the practice run, though, why are they doing this practice run when they know they're recording them on their ships and they're they're supposed to you know put in all of their like, schematics did. first? Well, like, someone would have figured out. You did the Colford Starburst maneuver. You're fucking expelled. Expel these fucking kids. They well, might they, have planned to erase yeah. the data. Or they probably figure that unless something actually goes wrong, I'm sure they don't check the flight data system. Right? You know, there's they're that. Not gonna, they're not going to inspect it unless there's a reason to. You mm. think? I don't see like it's not like they not like after every you know every plane yeah. has a flight data recorder and they only look at it if the plane crashes. Yeah, but do they in do a post scarcity for... society? The only thing you have of value is your time. Nobody is going to watch all that shit all the time. Mm. That's what I say. I think that's valid. You know, and it's not like and like I just think it's weird that like there's no adult instructor involved. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I guess they are you know, kind of technically adults themselves, mm. but you think that there'd be like a, a faculty. Advisor. advisor. Yeah, someone checked out these. Yeah. these well, especially tracks. for that, I mean, for this particular yeah. club, it's not like it's the fucking 
3D chess club where no one blows well, up. This it is the be, thing, though. Here's the thing. You're playing the wrong kind of chess. They're still within the solar system, mm. which now that, you know, we've got warp and space and everything, this is essentially like, I don't know, if there was like a... a a park and ride where you learn how to drive. Basically, yeah, it's like it's like if there if a college had like a motocross club, you know, you yeah. check out the bikes and take them to a field nearby, and the teacher's like, yeah, "I signed off, it's fine." Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it does seem a little weird that like the only way they like the, they don't have any kind of recording equipment, they don't have any kind of supervision. There's just like, oh, there's like a weather weather satellite that happened to, yeah. to well, they g- had, catch a glimpse. They had of you. recording equipment. They just blew up, so they didn't. Well, really no, get... but there's no like, there's nobody with a camcorder, no surveillance yeah. standing by. There's no like, uh, like a drone auxiliary or... ship there, you know, to monitor. Well, I mean, I think uh, they blew that up too. I mean, theoretically, this is not the surveillance state that we currently live in. But also, That's you, but very you do feel like there'd be more than just a random satellite there, if only because this is the capital, and you just think there yeah, would but not be Saturn. Well, you, you got to get threats before they get to Earth. But not just that. I just think that in terms of the, they know that the presumably they they had to file their flight plan, so somebody knew that there was this group of kids. Yeah, taking potentially, I'm guessing borrowed ships. They're yeah. not. Yeah, they're trainer. Yeah, they're like little yeah. little ships. Oh, yeah. ships. Uh, that they. So picture, like yeah. like nobody at Star like Starfleet Academy. Yes. There you hmm. go. Oh, it's cute little little. So nobody at Starfleet Academy is like, all right, hey, uh, you know, flight flight instructor Bob, why don't you fly out with the kids? Yeah, you think they'd be make sure they least... don't get into any trouble. Yeah, I suppose maybe the idea is, and I don't know how it works with real military academies, but. Mm. With Locarno being a senior and about to graduate, the idea is he should be able to handle it on his own. And he's probably charismatic yeah. enough that he could convince them that it's Yeah. Fine. Did you see that hair swoop? That's a nice hair swoop. Well, yeah. So I've always been a little confused about how the academy works. So after you've graduated the academy, are you just, are you, do you then get commissioned as an officer? Like, do you, like, if he had graduated, would Locarno be an ensign the next day? That's Probably. the impression. I that's that's what that's just because seems like to so like well because like Savick was a cadet, mm-hmm. mm. so she had not graduated. She failed the Kobayashi Maru. No, she just Everyone participated does. in the Kobayashi yeah. Maru. Yeah, yeah. she well, existed. Well, well, yeah, in the I think I think Maru. that I think the, the the mission that turned into the Genesis mission was going to be like their final exam. Basically, yeah. Like things, I feel like the way the academy works. In Wrath of Khan isn't how it works by this point. Mm. Like, I feel like at some point something shifted. Okay, so, okay, yeah, so if we're saying that the next day this Locarno guy could be serving on a starship, then yeah, he should be responsible enough. Absolutely not. Mm. But he is not, yeah. He's a garbage man. Yeah, I know that. So we're going to see lots more of uh, the actor, Robert (laughs) Duncan McNeil, in Voyager. Lots and lots more. We can see Wang. We might see Wang. We'll see. Uh, Garrett Wang? Uh, Yeah, I was confused, too. I was thinking the same thing. Hmm? Garrett Wang? He plays Harry Kim in Star Trek Voyager. Did I write the wrong person's name down? No, no, but we, when you said Wang, we were thinking oh. like Garrett, not his comic. No, I, so I, I, I forgot that that was his name. Yeah. No, I'm joking, obviously. I know. I only joke. Damn. Uh, nothing I say can be trusted. And they were going to actually try to bring back Locarno as a character in Voyager. Mm. And opted against it because, two reasons. 
First, Lucarno is irredeemable. Yes. And they couldn't figure out a way to make him redeemable. Mm. And also, they would have had to pay the writers of this episode for royalties for his character for all of Voyager episodes, and they didn't want to do that. That's a lot. So they just created uh, Tom Paris, and they were looking for a different actor to play Tom Paris, and they were like, none of these people are working out. Let's just go with the original one that we based the character off of. Mm. What did I say they changed his name to? Rick de... Carno. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were talking about this in the car, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is Rick DeCarno. Mm-hmm. Totally different. Yeah. Die. Like, that's the thing. I was thinking about that, because I know, you know, they, I knew that before, that he was originally going to be LeCarno. And I was just like, yeah, after watching this episode, you're just like, I don't want to see this guy get a redemption arc. Yeah. Because he's but the swoop. shitty. I like, don't want to see him jettisoned out of Infinity Tube. Like, though. even the little, like, oh, he gave an impassioned speech, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, because he already, like... He was using doing the impassioned speech to manipulate people. Yeah, which is what he does. Yeah. yeah. And it's like... For selfish reasons. Well, yeah. that's immediately obvious, too. Yeah. Like the whole, like, come on, man, it's for the team. And it's like, no, it's really because your goose is going to be fucking cooked since you in charge. about the team, he would not have... Utilize the fact that there was a dead member who couldn't speak for themselves to besmirch their reputation. Yeah. Like, that right there, that moment is like, that's unforgivable to yeah. me. After after all of it comes to light through Wesley, though, he does at least take all the responsibility himself and not ruin three other people's careers. Yeah, that's where it's he gets still like, like, eh. That's you get debatable. half a point for that. Another half a point for Spoon. Because I don't think it goes terribly well for any of the members of... Well, no, they get a whole year erased and they have to get over. They get a year erased, they're going to be... One of them's Wesley. One of them's Wesley. (laughs) And like Picard says, like, it's going to be really fucking hard because everybody here knows that you got somebody killed. So why did they have to erase his year on top of it? This just feels like he's already going to have the he's, worst fucking rest of his time. Maybe it was a mercy. Ever. Maybe it was like, listen, all of, your, these all, of your class, all of your classmates are going to fucking hate you. Yeah. So maybe you should just go maybe the, have a new class. Start over from scratch. Hmm... Was he still um, a freshman? I think he was a no. sophomore. He, he had, had two. two pips. I'm assuming. Oh, is that years. is that the year? I kind of assumed. Oh, I thought that was just where like what your rank in your squadron was. Yeah, I was only I no just because they did specify that Locarno was in his final year and he had four, so I was kind of. I assume. I don't know for certain, but my assumption was that's your year bar. Oh. Which is not. I also don't know for sure. It might just be what, how many, how many years the academy necessarily is. That's true. It, it's. It seems to be until age twenty-two because the Carter's class of twenty-seven, mm-hmm. and he was born in twenty-three oh five. Yes. Okay. So he was twenty-two when he graduated. Oh, see, I was wondering. Oh, but wait a minute, though. He, they, fucked that up then because he um, didn't make it in on his first go. So really, well, he should have been twenty three if it's a four year program. Whoops. Or it's not. It's not a matter of years. It's a matter of skill. Credits. Yeah. You know, you, you you earn your credits, or maybe you know, like you could do your Hauser way, Doogie Hauser your way through it in a shorter amount of time. And I could see if, if anyone was going to graduate early, it would be Picard. Well, I was wondering. Yeah. He, skipped, was... he skipped a grade because he was also. So let, I'll say. I'm just so, going to put this out there. I don't think Nick Lacarno was twenty anywhere near twenty two. Uh, he looked at least in his thirties. <laughs> Hollywood cat age. I thought he casting. looked pretty young. I wouldn't have guessed thirties. I'd say late twenties to thirties, probably. I would put him in mid twenties. Yeah, Robert I would have said mid twenties. That's I'm, I'm looking him up now. All right. 
He certainly looked a lot older than Wesley. Well, that's because Wesley looks like he's still in diapers, and he's like that's true. twenty. Something. The thing is, the thing is, Wesley looks like an actual person who would be the age that he's playing. Mm. Which is, which you know, if you look at kids these days, I look at kids these days. I'm like, wow, this is what ten year olds look like. They he look was, fucking tiny. He was twenty eight. So yeah, good yeah. call, Jake. Oh, nailed it. We were off by a year. If he had just been twenty seven, he would have still been mid twenties. I would have seen that as mid twenties. Well, 20 is definitely no, 20, 20, 27 I think is late, 26, actually. 26, I would call me 20. Yeah, I think, I think you know, 1, 2, 3, early, 4, 5, 6, mid, 7, yeah. 8, 9, late. Yeah. What's 0? 30, 40, 50. Well, is it early? Or no, it's late? just your 30. Well, very you're 30, and then you're in your 30s. That's how I see it. Yeah, but on the cusp, one, one on the day the after you turn 30, you're in your 30s. Mm. I mean, but it's still just 30. It's not like... It's 30 plus one day. I don't know. Yeah, I don't classify it. Boo. So anyway, so anyway 40 is that really Vulcan sucked. Why? Oh, he was a little bitch. He he was, I mean, but he was good though. He was Vulcan. He, he was, no, that's the problem. He was a little. Bitch. He was. He was like, if he was a human, I'd like. That's yeah. No, that's right. That is. The, he's, he's a Vulcan. Yeah. yeah, my notes specifically say this Vulcan is more conniving than usual. Yeah, no, he was like I don't know, so conniving. Romulan in disguise, but certainly, Ooh, certainly, down the head bitch, uh, certainly wearing his aggravation and disdain uh, on, yeah. on his sleeve. And Maybe he was a hero. That feels right, though. Oh, I feel goodness. like Vulcans are always wearing their disdain. But there's on their there's there's a way to do it that's right, and this wasn't it. Yeah, Vulcans like that's this guy was just emotional. You have to be dry and ironic in a lot of your intonations yeah. when you're a Vulcan. Mm. That's what you replace your emotions with. Yeah, like this guy wasn't a Vulcan. He just wasn't. Hmm. He had the ears. Yeah, but that was all he. He was a Vulcan in name only. He was wine. Yeah. I feel like he also looked like kind of a poor man's Patrick Troughton in a bad, an even badder haircut than Patrick Troughton. I can kind of see that. Yeah, he had like really bad eye bags, I guess is what I'm saying. Mm. Well, similar shaped head, too. Yeah, that's true. Yes, it was a little droopy. Mm. I mean, again, I enjoyed the character. I enjoyed his pointed questions. I enjoyed all that. He just should just just take the just fucking ears with off. With questions him. as pointed else. as his ears, he could have just been. He didn't have to be a Vulcan. Yeah. Fuck. Make him an Andorian. Those guys oh, love being. Yeah. Because I always, I crunchy. always do feel like you see way too many humans. Yeah, and it, like it was nice in their attempt to mix it up, but it's like this guy's not playing a Vulcan. He just isn't. Mm. I don't know if I agree with that assessment. I would have to watch it again. Watch it again. Because I didn't feel like he was. No, he was that really emotional for her. Yeah, no, my. I didn't think he was being emotional. I thought of him as being really dry and sarcastic. Yeah, I didn't think he was dry. Yeah, I he wasn't very he was dry. Just... You don't think so? No, no, he was. That's that's why we're getting too much emotion. Oh, see, I don't know if I feel that way. Because he's really it. kind of pleased with you know how much he's seeing past them. Yeah. Well, that's because Through he's them. like solving a logic problem, and he would be pleased. Yeah, but with himself. no, they don't get pleased with themselves. They're not supposed not to be pleased. That openly, according Maybe to he's them, he's got whatever. Yeah, well, that's also true, and we know Vulcans never lie. Maybe he's got whatever Sarek had. He's starting to slip. Well, you don't know. They're so full of shit. They are. <laughs> He's 200 years old. Why do you think their eyes are brown? I don't know. They're the worst. So I did a lot of, um, I got I got sucked into an internet hole uh-huh. on aerobatics. And by the end, it was just porn. Yes. Just, you were watching anthropomorphic airplanes fucking. Dude, the kind of fanfic that's out there, just weird shit. Well, does that mean you have that Chuck Tingle probably, you know? Oh, yeah. Pounded in the butt by, by the By my Eagle. private jet or something. Yeah. Okay, sure. But like, so aside from all the other things, like I looked up, you know, like the Ager Loop was something that was made up for the show, mm-hmm. but uh, it's even specified like in Memory Alpha that, you know, it's a diamond slop formation and they make an Immelman turn. I'm like, oh, now I know what an Immelman turn is, which is like you do basically a half loop and then you roll to write, do a half roll to write yourself. And would you say right. that you would do a barrel roll? It's a half roll. Okay. But yeah. 
I, and I also knew that you were going to make a Star Fox reference. Yes. The, uh, they do kind of... Is, no, I no, know. It's barrel rolls are yeah, several. But the, there, was a, there was a maneuver in Star Fox where you would... Try a U-turn! Where you would, where <laughs> That's you, what it would call it. Where you would do that. Where yes. you would go you straight do, up and then you would... And you're flip. upside down. Yeah. And you're right. It was an, an Immelman turn. turn. Oh. That's an Immelman turn. Peppy, that fucking douchebag, would just call it oh, a U-turn. Oh, little weenie. I love Peppy. Chuck actually broke his pattern for this one. Chuck Yeager? No. Tingle. Oh, Chuck Tingle. The novel is <laughs> I'm gay for my living billionaire jet plane. Ah, yeah, that makes sense. What the I'm fuck? Is this a real fanfic? Oh my god, you need to look up just, Chuck Tingle. Just How Google, did you know what everyone at home, Google Chuck Tingle. Maybe not at work. Hmm. Um, Does he write like parody? Yeah. He writes is ludicrous it... over the top erotica, which usually involves I was pounded in the ass by X, which is usually some sort of bizarre inanimate object and that has come to life. And it's often something timely, like in current events. Oh, okay. How yeah. is this relevant? I, uh, oh, um, yeah, it's plane, made a airplane joke horn. And then, oh, yes, yes, sorry. So, yes, you're talking about actual thing. airplane stuff, though. No, wait, um, so, so, like, okay. Chris is just watching porn, that's I fine. I mean, two Ames is getting, Ames is getting testy, you can tell. I mean, two <laughs> interesting real-life connections with, like, what's going on in, like, the, the whole maneuvers that we talking about. That. For the cool Ford Starburst, like, the, the thing that they're supposed to do at the very end, where they're in their star formation and then is they explode. cross. explode. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're supposed to ignite the plasma, right? So that's actually a real-life air show trick with airplanes. So they actually ignite their exhaust, or they just cross. They ignite. They ignite their exhaust. It's called. <laughs> and this is one that I had a feeling you would like. Fire. Yeah. It's called dump and burn. <laughs> <laughs> I am definitely making the episode uh, title. Like Saturday night. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to take a burn and dump myself in a few minutes. The idea is that they're they're going at high speed, they dump their fuel, and then they ignite it with the afterburner. And that's a flashy finale for an airship. I cannot believe that. Why? Dump and burn. Why? <laughs> Dump and burn. Why dump and burn, Grandma. Because dump fire. Because it will be like fireworks in the sky. It'd be cool. They do all sorts of dangerous shit. I know, but that's an extra level of stupid. Well, case in point, there was a real life event I came across from 1982 with the Thunderbirds, which was... Um, Those marionettes. Yes, and the little marionettes. <laughs> They're like the third oldest aerobatic okay. squadron. They're the not blue angels. They're not blue angels, and there's one in France that's the second oldest, and then there's the Thunderbirds. Le Holmes. Yes, I think that's actually a good job. So they they had uh, so uh, like the Wikipedia article titled it 1982 like Thunderbirds Indian Springs Diamond Crash. Indian Springs was like the place in Colorado, the airfield in Colorado where they where they where this fucking happened, where they were practicing a maneuver and they were doing it was a four plane line abreast loop. So basically, there were just four them in a line riding parallel and they all they had to do was a, a basic loop just a mm. loop to loop like you would on a roller coaster oh, no. and the problem was something went wrong either it was the lead plane's error or it was or what they found was that it was a mechanical issue and they were supposed to you know, as they're coming down they're supposed to level out um and they never pulled up to level out oh. they just went straight into the ground oh all shit. four of them either that or the, yeah all four well, of because them. they're all going visually off each other so right? that's the thing so if what one the guy fuck? fucks up no yeah they all stayed true to each other's course because they were trusting in the lead plane the lead plane Jesus wasn't doing what he was supposed Christ. to so they all crashed all four pilots died Air shows are fucking cool, but they're horrifying. They're terrifying, because if that shit goes wrong, you just watch it. It goes wrong a lot. shockingly often. Yeah. yeah. I like never so, want to go to an air show. So often that it's, yeah, it's like, why are they still doing these things? Because people die all the time. And, like, spectators die yeah. Yeah. fairly often, yeah, too, no where a plane will crash into the spectators. Yep. yep. Like, that has happened. That's like, why people go, though. 
Because they want to see that happen. They're like, all right, honey, you stay here in the grandstands. I'm going to go warm up the car. Yeah. But it does happen more often than you think, like, that we would keep allowing these things. I've driven down 128 when they do, like, the Hanscom show. So, like, I'll pull over and watch it from from the breakdown lane. But, yeah, I don't... And it is cool. Like, it's cool seeing the the planes. Super cool from a distance. Yeah, no, I'll watch videos. I wouldn't want to be too close. No. Mm-mm. So, yeah, Air Force concluded that the crash was due to a jam stabilizer on the lead jet. But then the weird thing is that two years later, 1984, a, an Air Force general had the video footage of the crash destroyed. Like, all copies were destroyed. And oh. the master tape, like, he sent people out of the room and destroyed the part of the master tape that was the end segment of the crash itself. That's where the aliens... The news media and the pilots' families were requesting access for mm-hmm. for a pending lawsuit and other stuff. And so the general was just like, well, what tape? It's gone now. And I'm like, oh, this also feels like kind of relevant to the episode. Thanks, Ollie North. You're welcome. Speaking of tragedies, Mr. Albert comes and brings Wesley one of his old sweaters. I saw that. Oh, just twist Say, oh. This Ooh. this must be yours. It's hideous. Yeah, so my note was, he, he always said your sweaters were legendarily ugly, so I figured... That's how he knew. Yeah. Huh. yeah I think it was one of his, like, it looked like to be the, the sort of the horrible brown one. No, it wasn't brown. It I think was it was green. green. Uh, I don't, but I it don't did have, like, the freaking, like... Yeah, I don't think bit. it's one yeah. that we've seen him wear before, because it's not on my list. But okay. it looks like the brown one, because it has that fucking... Similar... That faux like weird, Maybe it's weird you, cabling. You flip yeah. it inside out. Maybe it's a reversible hideous Ooh. sweater. Actually, that would give it an extra point. But, reversible. Uh, but also, also, mm-hmm. we see the cadet uniforms. I don't know if we've seen the cadet uniforms before. If we have, ignore me. But they have pockets. No one else gets pockets. Like, like hmm. big cargo pockets. Yeah. Too. So we did. I want pockets. We did see it in the game, but I don't think he had pockets on it. So I, I think was that was an addition. With these pockets. Also, had we seen the long hips in the game? Because I don't remember. I, remember, I, don't, I don't remember, remember no, to be honest. I, don't think I was so. too busy looking at his hair when I double checked earlier. No, 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 I don't remember for sure now. Now I'm wondering. Yeah. I know for certain the first time we saw the cadet uniform was that fake cadet when they were all in. When Picard and those others had been kidnapped and put in the like weird. Oh, room. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the first time we saw the cadet uniform. Yeah. She was bullying. And she had, like, yellow instead of red and the black. She definitely didn't have pockets. I don't think she had any pips. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Wesley, I won't call him Ben for no reason. Ben, uh, nope, Wesley. What? Damn it, now I'm o- overthinking what? it. If, uh, ben if, if, Crusher. What is happening? Kylo Crusher. If, uh, if Wesley didn't have um, pips in the game, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. If they were, if they didn't exist until they were doing the ceremonial bullshit. Yeah. Did we have anything else about uh, first poopy? Yes. Go on then. Plenty. Let's talk about Wesley being a liar. (laughs) <laughs> and and Picard guilting him into telling the truth because Picard figures out his ploy. Mm. Picard because him. why do you want to talk yeah. about the plot? Because that's because I have a note actually that okay. I want to bring up. Okay, uh, that's because I happen to know that the the uh, people on the writing team, so uh, Ronald Moore and Michael Piller, disagreed on what the ending should be. Hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Piller ended up pulling rank and saying, "Nope, Wesley's going to come clean, and that's how we're going to end the episode." Because that's what I would want my kids to come clean if there was something like this. Because you know the truth is our first duty, and blah blah blah. Yeah. While Ronald Moore originally wanted it to be that Wesley would be remain faithful to the rest of his team because if he had if he did tell the truth all the kids would be kicked out if he spoke up 
And not speaking up means that, you know, you, you everyone gets to stay in the academy. Well, Wesley was in, in an impossible position in the end because Picard had him dead to rights. He knew exactly what happened. Yeah. And, like, regardless of what Locarno said about, oh, they have no evidence, like, as soon as he described oh, the anyone thing, would believe Picard. Yeah. He's yeah. the captain and, of the Enterprise. Yeah, anyone's Especially going, like, if he's, like, he's saying something against Wesley. It's like... Yeah, Picard's they're, they're going to believe Picard. They're going to believe Picard. Yeah. And the other and then you have the other side which is if he does come clean he's a rat and a tattletale. No yeah, one likes, no will one never talk to him again. That's for the yeah. best. Neither of the girls will put but out. From Wesley's they weren't gonna from, anyway. from Wesley's perspective, <laughs> yeah. And I think it goes without saying that Leffler ship has sailed at this point, huh? With the old, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Stuck in with Leffler. Oh, that was that. Was that a fisting gesture? What was that? Oh, clearly. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, clearly. Um, anyway, fisting does come up in about four. In, or, in an inordinate episodes. amount of episodes of a Star <laughs> Trek podcast. So, any true. anywho, what I was gonna say is, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, yes. So, yeah. So, I I don't think, and I think the episode did handle it because on one hand, it's like, yeah, Wesley really didn't do anything right. He came clean. When because he, he had to. He absolutely had to. He had no choice. After the bell rang. After he, and he after waited until after the bell rang. Almost like he was like, man, I wonder if I say after the bell if, if it won't count. Late. You know, like what? Mm. Like it sounds like something I, I would think that. of. I sort of wondered <laughs> if they were going to be like, nope, nothing else is permissible now that the bell is rung. But like the other, but the thing is in the episode, it didn't really like, because on one hand you're, you're kind of indicated to be like, okay, well at least he came, did the right thing in the end, but he didn't. Mm. But really... It doesn't matter because the punishment would have been the same whether he did it or not. He learned a valuable... He was very, very wrong and he learned an important lesson. Mm-hmm. Always listen to Picard. So, yes. He is basically an actual... And the important unit. lesson is make sure <laughs> the flight recorder is destroyed. <laughs> fully. Also, go destroy all those base, all those uh, recording um, stations on Also, how about this Titan for a lesson? How about this Thing. for a fucking lesson? How about the fucking emergency transporter automatically engages yeah. when it detects a collision? There's no an idea. Yeah. That's smart. That'd be good. That'd that be would really make good. sense. But what if, like, the starship wasn't destroyed and just kept flying into space it straight on down, forever or and like, it, or, like yeah. blows up on a planet or something? It would just get, well, it was near Titan and Saturn. It would have gotten pulled into yeah. something. There could be people there. And, and I'm sure. On Titan, probably. It there's seems to me like there should be an emergency system in place. Because, like, what if what if you were doing, like, a super high G turn and you passed out? Yeah. And mm-hmm. you couldn't, and you, then you you were going to crash into a planet. I don't know. It seems like there should be more safety features. Especially I mean, in, like, a, tra- is a thing. in a training ship. Yeah. yeah. You think they'd have a security on the fucking something. flagship? Yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, is it like Driver's Ed where there's a, a guy <laughs> next to you holding a, a fake brake? <laughs> I yes. thought it was a real brake. Oh yeah, it's not a fake. <laughs> they just threaten. I, think, I, like, I totally step on this brake. <laughs> I think it's a real brake. Yeah, it's that's great. <laughs> Amazing. Is there anything else on the first duty? Um, Phil Licardo is a jackass. Yeah, Licardo yeah. sucks. Wesley was in a bad place. The Vulcan was a bad actor. Well, he's a bad Vulcan actor. Oh, one final thing. What the fuck was up with Admiral Grandma being like, Picard, Picard, 
Wesley Crusher was in a terrible accident. Could you tell his mom for me? I don't feel like doing it. Also, she, start, she starts it off as like, oh, yeah. I have she bad really... news. You knew Wesley Crusher, right? Seriously. Oh, yeah, and she then really, his face gets all like, She oh, really God, buries the lead on that one. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed then, to start with, okay, so everything's fine, but... Which is, admit, maybe that's why she had Picard. Maybe she's been told, like, Animal Grandma, you suck at delivering bad news. <laughs> I mean, There's been a terrible accident. I feel like the, the preacher usual, ran out of ink. I feel like the usual protocol is for like that message to go to the captain, and the captain would like. I feel like in the situation, is it, this is yeah, normal. probably yeah. It's probably his responsibility. I don't really know. Yeah. Form to be the one to, to give the bad well, news. Being captain sucks. Yeah. yeah, that's why Riker won't do it. He would hate to tell Bev that her son got horrible. No, names. because his sex life was suddenly slowed down to a halt. Yeah, yeah. So that's the real reason he's you stuck can't on the fuck ship around all the time. so much. Exactly. If you're yeah, it's not like the Kirk days. Nope. Speaking of fucking around as much as you want, Loak's on Troy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I loved this episode. Did you? Yeah. I think... I found this so goofy. Okay, I have, I have two thoughts. Me I have too, thought... but I loved it. Alexander heightened Luoxana and made her really, like, more tolerable than usual. Mm. Conversely, Luoxana just makes Alexander insufferable. Mm. You're more this. insufferable than ha! usual. Ha! Ha! It's my ha! laughing hour! You, hey! you, know, you know what it was with Luoxana in this one? Because Diana has been repeatedly defying her and focusing on her career, she finally gets to be somebody's annoying grandmother. She should have adopted Alexander. She should have. Yeah. She, that, would, that would help everyone. If she that adopts him, she can't marry him when he's older. Oh. You don't know that. That's true. Oh, man, it's like... Um, you disown him at some point. Oh, what's yeah. that movie called? Uh, Harold and Maude. It's Harold and Maude, but Star Trek. Oh, so Sweeney, never Sweeney seen Todd is what I was going to say. But... Yeah, it's like a 20-year-old guy has an affair with like an 80-year-old woman. It's actually a really good movie. That's what I've heard. I didn't realize it was a... I had no idea that... Yeah. And it's from like the 60s or 70s. It's Mm. wicked old. So yeah, I know um, this episode also written by Peter Allen Fields, who wrote Half a Life. So this guy just knows how to do Luwaxana. Well, and it follows on from it. Yeah. Like you can tell a lot of this, her decision is being driven by... Her fear of dying alone. That sort of began to bubble up in that episode. Why does she have to do this like... Uh, sight unseen marriage shit. Like I'm not. I'm just gonna, like. All yeah, right. it was exactly. Some, some, lady, some but, computer said but, it would work. But Luwaxana is a fox. Okay. Yeah. She could. She could get a, yeah, a she's man. A sexy if old she lady. wasn't really fucking obnoxious, she'd get all kinds of men. I'm yeah. Sure. I mean. But yeah. But Picard keeps saying no. Well, yeah. But I think. Well, I mean, like even her. Her personality is definitely like up the alley for a lot of guys. Oh yeah. For some guys. I mean, Timothy. She's, she's, she's got a good, galaxy full of guys. She's also yes. a good ass time. Yeah, guys yeah. like women who are yeah. good. Also, time. Bring, uh, bring everyone to the Parallax Colony. That'd be great. I definitely enjoyed. Like, I, I, I thought she was really rocking that blue green cleavage gown. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, she's always got great cleavage though. Loxana rocks the cleave. She mm. nails it. See, I kind of like by the end. I was like, okay, one of two things. Either Loxana has been exaggerating, and not all Betazoid women are like that. It's just her. Because how could Tony J go into this not realizing? Or alternately, the dating program they used was literally that episode of Futurama where Bender just picked random people and put them together. Because <laughs> that made nuisance. Well, it's also um, possible. They were both old and single. The only people in the whole universe Sorry. who are old and single. But I mean, his culture seems diametrically opposed to, if not her culture, but her. But opposites attract. Mm. Yeah, but also you gotta figure, like, if this is 24th Sorry. century Tinder. Yeah. 
<laughs> are people really filling out those profiles accurately? Well, that's a good question. Have they ever? There's a matter of like what she might have told the computer she's looking for, yeah. or what she's like. She yeah, because also she, made, yeah, like, yeah, she's yeah that's also true. Because she probably put in there she wanted stability, she wanted and royalty, security, yeah. she wanted someone that was in power, got and, the dick. So yeah, she got that guy. Who was a total snooze. And he wasn't, she wasn't even allowed to address him as like his name yeah, and weird. stuff. I was like, fuck this. This sucks. Get the fuck well, out of that. She it. could, except that the, what do they call him? The protocol master wouldn't let him. Urko or whatever. Bad. Yeah, what Urko the doofus. The, yeah. The, she called him Jerko at the end. I was like, you're my <laughs> favorite ever. <laughs> so I'm watching this and I'm like, I know that voice. And I was like, oh shit, it's Frollo. From yeah. uh, Hunchback and Notre Dame. And also, somehow I never made this connection, even though I loved it as a kid. He was also Megabyte in Reboot. Who is yes, this? Yes, Tony uh, The boring uh, husband. Oh, okay. Campio? Campio, yeah. that's it. It's like, holy shit, he was Frollo and he was Megabyte. I you mean, know what's wrong? Amazing. She needed to dress in like some flowing Romani clothing and have a tambourine and a pet goat, <laughs> and then he would have been all about that He goes that and has shit. a Catholic breakdown, yeah. yeah. That's why she was maybe hoping she could get Alexander to put on a goat costume at some point. He would have been all about that shit. But yeah, no, I felt this was a natural extension of sort of the arc that started with Half a Life. Half a Life. So I think that's part of the reason I think she was even though she was being as ridiculous as ever, was more tolerable. Yeah, she had that, she had a really great moment because it's also her first episode after Jean's death. Yes, That's talking so about true. talking about you know how lonely she is. How she tells Alexander yeah, like I'm alone. I'm alone. I did not make that connection. Yeah, well, that was particularly my memory. Rachel Barrett that, was but, also mm. a fox, just like Loxana. Mm. So I'm sure she was okay. Yeah, yeah sad. but you know, I do I, as much as I've grown to appreciate Loxana as a character. And I know that future episodes with her are also good. I think we only have one left because I don't in this think series. she's in. I don't think she's in. Yeah, in this series, I don't think she's in season six. No, but she is in. She is in DS Nine. I like her DS Nine appearance. Nice. Oh, yeah. um, however, it does seem like an, a continuation of the same problem of that TNG has had all along with its women, which is that she's very much. I need a man! Mm-hmm. A man! <laughs> Come in, lover boy! Oh no, it's like that Roger Rabbit scene. That's exactly yeah, that's what that, was, that was the joke. Oh, lover boy! What is she? What is she? Mina? Hyena? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, Lena Hyena. Or, or is it Vina? It's something like, Hyena. Like, I don't know. I, I wish... I wish there was a little more to Loxana that, like, every That's every fair. appearance you, you, of her... You see little glimpses of yeah. stuff underneath the, yeah. the thirst but for like, men. really, she just boils down to... Need a man. Need a man. Getting older. And even even in her future appearances, or at least the one I'm thinking of, it's the same. Mm. I mean, she, re- she retains it's her independence, bad. for sure. Even... even oh, yeah. With, with any man, she would, could, like, still be yeah, she is this powerful woman. in charge. Yeah, I don't know. She wears I, the pants I, I, I and the frog with the Philly dresses. More, and it's not like we we would have a lot of time to really explore other character traits of hers, but... I mean, we could definitely see her more in her capacity as the, what, the keeper of the ring, rings of Beta Z or yeah, whatever. She's an ambassador, too. Yeah, she's yeah. supposed to be an ambassador. Like, there are plenty of things that we could see her doing mm. besides men. Yes. <laughs> And I guess, like in this in this episode, we in addition to the man plot, we also get the care caregiver. You know, she, yeah, teacher, I loved her. With that she's a great, she's a great grandma. 
Yeah, she's a good grandma. Also, bringing her, bringing that kid to that fucking just, weird place. It's just normal oh for the God. society, though. Yeah. I mean, a it's the yeah. holodeck, so none of it's real. Like, why was it so fucking weird? Why were the because she's into uh, that? You mean the mime head bubble bullshit? Nope, nope, nope. Uh, these are my notes. Oh, I love uh, mime head. Like you didn't like the wind dancer? Uh, no, no, I that liked, was I liked I when more fuck out of it, that. Though. I liked when uh, more popped. I did not like the. I did not like the mime head. I did not like fucking Wiley Kid and Whitey Cat. I did not like fucking old Deuteronomy. That was in my. Uh, there's oh, my cat reference. <laughs> I did not. I liked the juggler. I like the fire sculptor. I like the fire sculptor. That was kind of cool. That was she was alright. She was alright. And there was a butt. Not my kind of butt, but still. Whose butt did we see? Oh, uh, was that the dancer? The dancer around the mud pit. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, was, that was the one thing that, that I thought was, was weird. Was anything like, but paint. You didn't think I it was, was weird if they were sitting naked in things. a vat of... Well, you couldn't see anything, but, you, but then but you to you have know a stripper come through They have to get naked to get in there. Yeah, but maybe they strapless That means that Luoxana Troy took Worf's son into the holodeck, had him strip... And then they got into a tub together. He might have been this wearing is, a skivvy. This is we something that happens in other cultures where, like... Yeah, some people are totally... It's just like, totally normal. It's, I don't, but... I don't think it would... I, I mean, maybe Worf would be fine with it. I, just, I think he should have been asked. You think the Rajenkos well, did it with him? I don't think Worf would be bothered by it just based on his reaction at the end scene. Where oh, he doesn't yeah. even bother to cover up uh, Alexander's eyes. I was waiting for that trope. Mm. For, like, mm. when it focused on Alexander... Oh. Like, no, it's, instead it was the protocol droid and Frollo. Instead, yeah. instead Alexander's sitting... Stand there like I've seen it all. He actually, <laughs> he actually like smiles. Too late. It was I've a seen big smile all. because like, like she was having her moment. She yeah. was doing the thing. But I do, and like, and I'm not in the future. It's different. So, and I think we were talking about last week how there's some relaxed look uh, it's, attitudes about nudity and sexuality. It's what Gene would have wanted. Yeah, because an early draft. Of Star Trek the Motion Picture. Oh no. Explicitly had like just a, an establishing shot on Earth, not at like Starfleet HQ or anything, just like a park in Frisco. Just like an orgy. And just mentioning, like, oh yeah, everyone's like casually nude because no one cares anymore. And it's like Oh, Gene Roddenberry. And they were, yeah, and somebody went, Gene, we we want this movie to be like rated PG. <laughs> Throwing that out there. Yeah. Well, he was definitely a, a hornball. Kooky, horny man. Yeah, but, I thought I thought that the whole colony thing was just Gene's backyard. So <laughs> I love the little bubblehead guy though; he was freaky. His I makeup like looked cool. It, it, the yeah, it was cool really makeup, cool. but it was yeah. creeping me out. Decent and I did like that too. Wharf yeah, popped him. Yeah, oh, that was funny. I enjoyed him, and I also enjoyed the popping. So, I was fine either way. Mm, I just don't like that thing. No, <laughs> don't you dare make the don't don't puff up your cheeks at me. Diana is. So bad at family therapy. Oh my god. She's so bad. Like, here's the thing. Maybe to be Lux... fair, Alexander is bad at being a family member. <laughs> but so is As Worf. is Worf. Can I like, just... Can I just... The quote of that scene. Which uh, quote? Troy to Worf and Alexander. I sense a touch of hostility, gentlemen. <laughs> just fucking... Good job, Troy. Nailed it. Like, Loxana may be... Over... Loxana <laughs> overcorrects a little and overindulges yeah. Alexander. But, like, she does make a good point. It's like, all right, all right, so if if Alexander doesn't keep up his end of the bargain, you know, warps the parent, he can enforce that. Yeah. What does Alexander do? Oh, nothing. Like what, rat him out to Deanna? What she's going to do? Wolf. Hmm. Hands well, like, on hips. Well, and, like, the other thing, too, is, and we've mentioned this before with Troy, is she does the absolute fucking minimum and then pawns the 
problem off elsewhere. And, yeah. and, and, the, and it continues here where she has a little meeting and then she's like, well, why don't you leave and my office contract. and go write yourself a fucking contract, Yeah, she's not even idiots. helping them write the contract. No. Yeah. Yeah. She and just sends the thing, them away to go do it on their own. It's especially hard because, you know, this is a post-scarcity society. So why do people even do their fucking work to begin with? Mm. Like, why would you, you like reward Alexander for doing things like there's no more allowance in the future it's oh, it's well, oh you don't really have permitted to, to do things that you enjoy he's gonna do them anyway Worf can't stop him well he can, I'm he sure he can, he can find put a way to lock he should parental send, commission, send him to that Klingon school they'll straighten him out mm. but yeah I think there's like there, but there is even evidence there that it's not just that Alexander is a little shit but that Worf doesn't really know how to dad no, no. like I think there's a great moment where he's like you know where Alexander's like oh I, I promised Luoxana I'd, I'd go see her right now and he's like well it's your dinner time he's like well yeah you said Klingons don't break promises and he's like well, that's true. Dinner time is also a promise. Right. Well, the thing is, he doesn't really explain, like, well, this was a promise first. You can't... Like, he didn't explain why it was wrong. Yeah. He did and just And he also him. doesn't know how to compromise, because you could easily compromise and say, let's invite Luoxana to dinner time. Yeah. Let's combine our two things and yeah. all enjoy the thing. And you explain that you shouldn't make a promise that conflicts with something that is a previously existing promise. Mm. Like, he is, I mean, to, to the show's credit, like, yes, Alexander's very annoying, but they do show that Worf kind of has no fucking clue what he's doing. And think, yeah. Deanna's not helping. I think, but I think... It, it's believable for both. Oh, it totally is. Alexander coming from in that. But I think what I, I like that they made it believable, and not just like yeah. Alexander is just an unrepentant little shit. No. It's like he's annoying, and Worf is also really at sea, which again he should be. Yeah, you know this is not something he was in any way prepared for, and. Again, Diana's fucking useless. And Alexander's not had stability, like much stability in his life lately. No. Like he, his yeah, mother died before him off, traumatically. Yeah. Passed off from her to Rogenko's to yeah. Worf, and, back to Troy, back to Worf. Well, and like you know, both his mother and his his you know adopted grandparents raised him in a much more human way, mm-hmm. and yeah. then he's dumped off with Worf, the Catholic Klingon. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like oh. So I think they wrote that dynamic really very well. Mm. And I'm impressed with them for that, because that could have been easy to fuck up. And Loxana is better at wrangling family issues than Deanna. Well, she's like said, she's a really good grandmother. Yes, no, she's she's the one at She's good at sparing the rod, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Except except when she doesn't. There was one moment that I kind of loved. Mr. Wolf? uh, That (laughs) that too. That happened a couple times. It did. But, um... Even Loxana, though, for all her sort of um, uh, libertinism or whatever, made a comment basically referencing the fact that Deanna's uniforms are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to rock but do any of your things have collars? Oh, she wears uh, she wears that blue dress at the wedding, though. She looked damn good. That was a nice dress. Mm. She looked damn good. She also got her hair done. And she got her hair did. And know, what was up with that hat, though, in the final scene? You mean I don't know, it was her notice. hair, totally. Her quote-unquote hair? Yeah, her, her ten-foot-tall Mark, Mark Simpson, Simpson hair. <laughs> oh. Can someone pull it up? Because I don't think I even noticed that her hair was ridiculous. Uh, oh, yeah. My hair was enormous. enormous. Wharf in the mud bath. You just sit here. I imagine he's just like letting out big Klingon farts and watching it bubble up. <laughs> it just takes. Is this a Klingon? Is this a Klingon on. fart? <laughs> Speaking of farts, how fucking useless was that B plot? Oh, I, I wrote down at one point. Oh, I like, forgot what, it existed. What is even is happening in this side plot? Oh, that's the wedding. But no, it's not. It gets, it gets taller. At the yeah, end. she like puts it. Sorry, she ah. puts it up to get in the. There we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, there it is. She's pulling like a Marie Antoinette. Yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, like you said, Jake, that the B plot you forgot it existed. 
It, and they didn't, like, you see at a moment, you know, they're in the holodeck, the other starts to malfunction, like, oh, okay, so they're going to be threatened, but nope, we just, they just go away until the B-plot is over, there was and then a, we get back to her plot. There was a moment where, you know, the replicators weren't working, and yep. Loxana always has trouble with the replicators anyway, and it <laughs> gives her, it gives her, her a sausage of, uh, a sausage cup of tea, Yeah, and uh, I'm just yeah. thinking, oh, well, the replicator just knows that she wants sausage. Uh, They're also empaths. Better empaths than Troy. The way that was set up, though, was it was just like, yep, she fucked up, and then you cut to engineering. (laughs) Why do I have a cup full of dicks? And it's like... um, They're like, yeah, we got reports of all these things breaking down, and you're like, oh, it's not just Loxana. Okay. Even I didn't think she could fuck that up that What I missed, though, was the scene where they started playing music and got the Enterprise to come to life and walk from the <laughs> island to the uh, museum and smash to the ceiling. And then they rappel down. And Caitlin's never seen Ghostbusters, too. Oh. <laughs> so the, the goo... I just don't remember the moment. The goo that was dripping all over the Enterprise... The alien poop. Makes, yeah. It, it bears a shocking resemblance to the slime that was the major plot mover in Ghostbusters 2. Gotcha. But again, it is it is in fact alien excrement, but they refuse to call it that. That's true. The nitrium parasite. Yeah, like so. This is what it um <clears throat> would leave behind. It's like it's poop. Say it. Yeah. Your ship's being turned into poop. Yes, yeah, I, I I thought that too. I was like, wait a minute, did you say that, that was shit? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that whole thing. Yeah, I did like the effect of the the glitter landing yeah, on right. the saucer yeah. section. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was like. It's fabulous, yeah. but it's definitely not a good sign, you, right? And the thing is, you did that like that. You could cut that whole plot and simply just add yeah. some extra scenes. You could have even more yeah. interaction it between. Yeah. It barely affects the rest of the plot. Didn't do yeah. a damn thing except like Made cut off sausages. life support. No, no, no. Wait for this. Yeah, when it cuts off life support, my favorite moment happens. Yeah, because you know, somewhere on the ship, Alexander is unconscious. Uh, <laughs> wow. But no, like. You literally, you could have cut that and maybe had some extra scenes between Luoxana and Frollo there. I mm. almost feel like they they, they looked at the runtime of the episode and were like, oh shit, we need to do some more. Oh yeah, it's totally what so it they, was. So they added in all of that shit. Because like, there's the only well, scenes... Well, you want to also sound, be sci-fi-y. But mm. there's only two scenes that even touch on a connection and that's when the sausages are in the tea. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is a sight gag. Yep. And then there's one when Luxana and Alexander are in the holiday. Oh yeah, and yeah. they starts see, to melt. How did they get out? They just, they just we, left. We, the we door, cut away from them. The we door didn't was, see the that's door what I mean, still like, like, Oh that's lucky. Fuck. Yeah, they just well, they just left. Yeah no the, the B plot was was pointless garbage. Well that's the thing because I was expecting it to have like real effect on them. Like they right? weren't gonna be able to get out of the holodeck. Just anything, something. Like I, I ex- like to... that at that moment I was like shit, they're not gonna be able to get out. It's all fucky and they're gonna like die in there and, and it's gonna be this huge thing, and then it wasn't at all. It was just not forces like... them to juggle. So No, he couldn't. He, he, he ate his worlds. Eaten his, his worlds. worlds. So yeah, what's that interrupting our scene? Oh, it's the B plot. Oh, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So um Yeah, that B plot drove this episode way, way down. Because yeah, I like Luxana, I hate Alexander, and the B plot was bo- was boring as hell. It was a pretty shitty B plot. So where's I, I had a thought. This wasn't the thought I had, but it's a note I'm looking at. When, uh, you know, Picard's on the elevator with Data and it starts to turn to poo. And you just figure his inner monologue is, well, at least there's no children on it this time. Nice. Eh. 
Um, oh my god, wait, I have to go back to the fucking Wesley episode real quick. Yes. When what when he when Picard's like, and you came here and I was annoyed because yeah. you were in my fucking chair, you pretentious, precocious little shit. And I was just like, yes! Anyway, uh, I thought of you, Ames. He's been waiting to say that for years. years. So, you know what was interesting? During the initial spa scene. He didn't even say it on what would have been his deathbed. <laughs> they Death were talking spot. about um you know, the fact that everyone has multiple beings inside of them is sort of a theory. At first, I thought they were talking literally about the fact that, you know, we're all made up of bacteria and trillions of bacteria and other things. And there's, you know, how singular is our consciousness if we're so many different little things. Anywho, but I realized, oh no, it's almost like a reverse Scientology, which we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, where it's like, to Scientologists, like, get all these weird ghosts in you, you gotta push them out. <laughs> these people are like, no, no, embrace the ghosts. They, More they, ghosts. they make, they save you from yourself sometimes. And it's like, yeah. Funny. It just makes me think of Jeb or Jem or Bem. Bem. Oh god, Bem. What? Uh, in the T-A-S. Series, like, uh, the worst episode of Star Trek ever. Period. Any Star Trek. He might have blocked it out. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's right, yeah, it was no, like it's... a colony of little beings making up one big annoying being. Oh, nope, terrible. I didn't block it out. There yeah, it there he is. There it is. Yeah. Yep. So, so... Like we're going to call him Wesley. Alexander is the, is the one. Keeps quoting, the higher, the fewer, I think. Is that what he was saying? Something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's what old Deuteronomy said. said. Why, 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 why? Ha! He was a child and he found it amusing. what that man said. He was just mimicking that man. Ha! Yeah, I think it was supposed to be like just childlike whimsy and he enjoyed I hate him so it. was like much. spouting nonsense from the Mad Hatter or something. I wish he yeah. hadn't woken up when everyone How passed out. How is the Raven like the rising desk? I have no idea. Yeah, no, I, I was I was alright with Luxon on this one. Alexander didn't annoy me as much as he could have. No, it's, he annoyed it was me a way. Christmas miracle. He annoyed mm. me and as much as usual. No, I thought he was a little better. I thought he was better than With the ha more. and with the... With the, the ha fucking, was angry. The ha was bad. The that higher the fewer that he says out of nowhere to war for no fucking reason think, to war. I think he was well, basically just saying, shove it, dad. You know what it is? It, it, I, I think maybe they were trying to make that come across like kind of like a super califragilistic expialidocious moment. It's like, or what, are, what is this nonsense Matata. you're saying to me? I thought that was a thing, yeah. It's like, oh, it's from my happy adventures with space grandma. Mm. Yeah, but you don't even know what it means, kid. No, he doesn't. But does what make, is supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? Does that make Mr. Holm Burt? Oh. Also, I mean, that's a thought I had earlier, by the way. Hmm. Loxana really, we get right down to it, isn't looking for a man. She's looking for dick. She has a man. Her true love is Mr. Holmes. So why bother with being married? He's they're a completely. Dick, he? I feel like they're like a completely platonic love. Oh, yeah. And they just she, bang sometimes. No, no. She has needs, and he... Oh, Mr. Hom is just totally... They have a yeah. love that transcends that sort of Spread thing. Spread it, Mr. Hom. But she has needs. Leave so. Mr. Hom alone. No, no, that's from no, him. No, she <laughs> says that to him. She says, spread it, Mr. Hom. <laughs> oh, I can't remember anything. It's, it, I think it was about I did, some food. Oh, I she, love the, um, the shot. It was a picnic. Where it's like Alexander's perspective of Mr. Hom. He's just there with the pins and his big smile. Mm-hmm. That was a good bit. I like Mr. Hom. I, I, like, I, I like both lurches in the Star Trek. Yeah, universe. no, they're both great. And he, of course, is also pleased that his uh, boss comes to our senses at the end. Mm. So they can keep banging. Because I imagine, like, he would have eventually just straight up killed the protocol dude. Yes. But like, he, he probably just... would have been very well equipped to hide the body. Oh, he, I mean, he could have totally made it look like an accident. He could have swallowed it whole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where'd he go? Mr. Holmes shrugging a bit of the guy's sleeve is still dangling oh, out of his no. mouth. <laughs> Those pajamas are <laughs> impossible. This yeah. actually happened. But yes, I did like her uh, triumphal <sighs> nude strut at the end. Mm. I like the nice shot cute. we got of her back. I was like, hell yeah, girl. Get it. 
Implied, like, but... Yeah. That's Alexander's all pleased with her and also has a thing for older women now. Listen, they only implied fine. her butt. They they straight up showed the butt on the, uh, oh, the, dancer. the stripper. Yeah. That's true. It was I'm blue, surprised though. they got away with that. Yeah, it was pink. Yeah. It was, was it no, pink? It was like swirled green and blue. Oh, all right. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I thought there was pink and blue. There might have been. There might have been. There was all her. sorts of well, colors Because she also happening. had like, because um, it was like a body paint situation, so she yeah. had like a little decoration on the front. It was like kind of like Zool in a way. Yeah, because it was like the crotch covered and yeah. then like her boobs were covered. Yeah, it did remind me of With like a little flourish. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, it was hot. I was into it. Oh, wait. What? Was that Zool or Gozer? Oh. No, I Zool was the dog. Uh, Gozer. Yeah. Gozer. Yes. Gozer, Gozer the Gozer. Gozer, Gozer. the Gozerian was yeah. the, the yeah. woman that had yeah. the, the, the... There is no Dana. Only, only Zool. Zool. Aim for the flat top. Um. <laughs> Someone asked you if you're a god. Say, Say yes. yes. But that's why. But what if they asked you to prove it? Mm. Uh, mm. So the other dog, so one of the dogs was oh, named God. Zool, and the other dog was named Vince Clartho. Yeah, that's weird, isn't, isn't it? Isn't that weird? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Worf is named Worf. Yes. Mr. Wolf. <laughs> okay. Well. Are we done with this shit? <laughs> I think so. Are we ending on Ghostbusters? <laughs> Alright. Anyway, let's wrap this shit up. Let's. Alright, so... That's all we have on these two episodes, but you can join us next week and every week. Well, these episodes will only be next week, but if you join <laughs> us any other week, there'll be other episodes or possibly... At least for the next five years or so. Yeah, but you can, you know, you, you know how to do it. Find us on Twitter. Uh, the next episodes are... Thanks <laughs> <laughs> for picking the social platform that we barely use. <laughs> what I love about this is that like a couple weeks ago, they were like, you know, Caitlin, you have to do this sometime. And I was like, Yeah. I did this for, like, years on another podcast. It's okay. I'm ready. Yeah, you've got to go to a science. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Nah, well, as, I wouldn't go that far. It's not no, as easy I mean, as it looks. Jake basically just punches can I get, into can, a You know, now spell. you guys are obstructing. Where, where could we find you on Twitter, as I am an avid I wasn't even user. doing the Twitters yet. I'm doing oh. the titles of the next episodes. Do you do the SoundCloud? That's coming up. Oh. Relax. I, there's a specific <laughs> order. Well, well, hurry up. I'm so excited. The, well, you'll... You'll, your patience will be rewarded. Um, <laughs> next like week cookie. on A Star Serify, <laughs> um, we will be covering two new episodes of Star Trek The Ge- Genera- Next Generation. <laughs> the first one is The Perfect Mate. Ooh. The Perfect Mate. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Uh, big time. Big fist. Femke Jansen. Kit fist. Um, the following week. We will be doing Imaginary Friend. Uh, yeah! Uh, uh. No. no. Uh, maybe not that oh, one. No. Um, so yeah, those are two episodes coming up next week. Will they be good? Will they suck? Well, find out next time. Uh, until then, you can find us on Facebook. Search for A Star to Steer Her By. You can also find us on Twitter and Tumblr, where our name is SSHB Podcast. Hmm. Search that. Also, SSHBpodcast.com. That's a Wait. visit. Yes, yeah, true. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Okay. And SoundCloud. Search Tunes. <coughs> iTunes. Google Play. And Google. Tunes. And iTunes. And Google. And the other tunes. All the tunes. Come and get them. You know you want it. We got, we got, we got you. We're, we're cut. 
we got, we got, we got what Jake, you need. Jake just turns yeah. into Charlie Kelly at the this end. This is so <laughs> magical to watch in person. What you need? What you say? He's just a friend. What you say? Just a oh, baby! Yeah. All right, anyway. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. So, my name is Jake. This has been Chris. This has been Ames. This is always Caitlin. And I guess this is Liz. Ha! Ha! <laughs> 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 when is the laughing hour? Ha! Whenever I hope you it's, want, I hope probably. it's not during dinner hour. Is it any time near when the revels happen? So it's called? What is the thing called when they all kill each other in TOS? Festival? Festival. Yeah, that's it. It's a Festival. 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 Oh, yeah, the Red Owl. Nailed it. Oh, wow. Look at you. You're drunk. Um, you seek to not <laughs> I actually did my... Liz finished the rest of mine. Oh, I boy. did. Oh, wow. I'm drunk now. <laughs> drunk, well, yes. Right. You're not driving, so... Nope. Man, when I was driving, Break, like, I had the fucking was. worst no shit, fucking right. driving school. They're, they're out of business now, so I can name them. They were called CAMS. And, and shame them. And they were in Waltham. And, like, here's just a sample of one of the things from CAMS driving school. So there was a, you know, they had the, Massachusetts has, you have to do, like, N number of hours of classroom and then, you know, Y number of hours of physical driving in the right. car. Mm. So I had to go to all this fucking classroom stuff, and they're like, oh, you know, we're going to take you outside, and we'll show you in one of our training cars, and we'll show you where all the stuff is and everything. It's like, we know where the stuff is. We're fucking 16 or whatever. Um, I wouldn't have known where the stuff So is. they took us out back, and as we're going out back, there's, you know, in their parking lot, there's several of their training cars, and I see one of them. Is on fire? Is, well, it's completely wrecked. It's just totally <laughs> destroyed. Wow. Totaled. Completely totaled. And I was like, and I said, I joked to the instructor, I was like, oh man, I guess, uh, I guess that student didn't pass. And he's like, oh no, that was actually one of the instructors fell asleep at the wheel. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my lord. And they still worked there too. (laughs) Wait, they they told you which instructor it was? Yeah. (gasps) Was it your instructor? No. My instructor was like this old ass Italian guy. And on the first day out, like really all he, all of his, all of his uh, lessons were like driving one student to go pick up the next student <laughs> and then drive themselves back home. And then the next student would take over and drive to the next. Like, that's how he, it was a pretty good system for him. Interesting. It meant he didn't have to drive between kids. Just the kids drove themselves. Oh, that is a good way to do it. <laughs> but like, very first time I'm in this freaking car. And I'd only driven a couple of times because my dad could not drive with me he was terrified and my mom <laughs> my mom put up with it to an extent but so i had not driven a lot so like this was like probably my third or fourth time driving a car was in this driving instructor and he and he's like okay we do the battle of the park right here and i'm like what he's like you want to do the battle of the park right here in the middle of lexington center he wanted you to parallel he park wanted me right to here. parallel park okay. right here in this spot that and this is like a giant fucking buick and like the spot was way too small i'm sure like now i'd totally be able to do it but i don't know how the fuck but i nailed that parallel park i never done it before and i've never done it that good since but like i was like beginners right in there and he's like okay we'll take it back uh he's like we're driving back to the house now we got a new kitty and uh so he drove back and then like i feel like 
You're supposed to do like 10 hours or something? Yeah, somewhere. I feel like I only went with that guy like twice, and then he just like signed the register. Like, yeah, pretty good. I get down. It was like Parallel Park. You parallel park so well. I was like, yeah. The reason it made me think of it was at one time, like, um, I, I was doing this thing where I was, I guess, I was breaking as I was like coasting down a hill, and he's like, You got to run the brakes and doing that. Let me show you how to do it. And he slams on the oh brake on his side, and the whole car goes, <laughs> And he goes, You see, you slow down the once, and then you speed back up. <laughs> he's like, You only break a short time, but you break a lot. You don't have to coast the brake. Oh my god, yikes. Oh, wow. oh wow. So he's a wow. mad man. Oh, he, he didn't know what the hell he was doing. <laughs> I feel a lot better about my instructor than mine oh. just had road rage. Oh yeah, man, this this guy, he was, we got he to, was something. We got to have our own road rage in my driving class. <laughs> one of us would be driving and the other one would flip off the person who had <laughs> fucked us over. <laughs> it was great. Amazing. Is there anything else on the first duty? 